What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine Podcast. This is episode 90. I'm your host, Riley. Andy. Are you just not going to say anything about where we are? I was, I was going to say, you, like I, was, I was putting it to you. So we're outside. I made demands before this podcast. We were outside in New Orleans, Louisiana. I said, I'm sick of doing podcasts in my living room. I need to be amongst trees. Put me in amongst trees. Any trees would I called up our boss, Nate Scott. I said, Nate, no more podcasts for me unless there's some goddamn trees around me. And he said, why are you yelling at me? I said, I don't know. I'm just unhinged. And here we are. We're outside of uh, Audubon Golf Course here Audubon. in New Orleans, Louisiana. The Zurich Classic is this week, of course. My good friend Riley is covering the Zurich Classic for Golf Week, his first big event with Golf Week. We're excited for him about that. And we're here just, uh, we're going to play 18 here, shoot some fun videos. So it's a unique episode of the program where we're going to be talking about like guys' golf trips, what happened this week at the golf tournament, shit like that. We're officially in the mix. By the it's way, beautiful. The first tee, so Audubon is like a, uh, it's like a city course, beautiful city course right in the middle of New Orleans. It's very affordable. You get a really classic clientele. And the first tee is over there while we were setting up. I saw four of the most magical, you know, like, amateur swings. Two guys, I think, fell out of their shoes. Like, I, it's, when you play these courses, like, I grew up in around Boston. We had a couple of courses like these. They're great. But when you, when you go there, you see some of the most crazy swings. So that's what, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing more. Yeah, we're playing a little golf today. First time we're, we're playing together. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Uh, might get a little match in, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. It's a little short course, par threes, par fours. And you came out here yesterday. I was I had to travel there from hell, a four hour delay. You mm-hmm. got you got out here. You got a little scope of the land. So I did you got a little, a little practice advantage. round. Yeah, with yeah, a friend for, Gabe for sure. Stick from Oklahoma. Um, you want Gabe? By the way, was calling this place Audubon earlier. Audubon. Yep. Audubon. Yep. Audubon, like yeah. the German fucking <laughs> yeah. highway. Our producer over there can't even get the name. Of can't the golf even get the name right. It's just shocking. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Um, Jordan Spieth. Do we owe an apology, or do we? Does he owe us? This is this. We were talking a little bit before the show. I'm. We're gonna claim that win kind of as ours. I think it's our first PGA Tour win. <laughs> Last week on the show, <laughs> we went through about 15 of the best golfers in the world, and we said they all stunk at golf. <laughs> yes. And Jordan Spieth was one of those names, and then came back and won the RBC Heritage six days later. Sometimes you need to have some tough love. Mm-hmm. You can't be told yes, man, all the time. You need to be told that you stink. I've been told that plenty of times. Man. Look at me now. I'm outside of all these trees in New Orleans, Louisiana, about to play golf and talk about golf for a living. So, yeah, we said Spieth stunk, and he did. He missed. He double bogeyed 18 at the Masters on Friday to miss the cut. And yep. He went on to say, like, it was the worst he's ever felt about himself with golf. And he goes out this past weekend in Harbor Town. Can't putt at all. Worst putter probably in the field yesterday, yep. this whole weekend. And he wins the tournament. I don't know how to explain it. And for being such a, well, quote-unquote, great putter, I think he's ranked 180th in Strokes putting this year. Mm-hmm. Terrible putter. He's I, awful. I watched him on Thursday in the feature groups, and he had, like, six different times after immediately after he hit a ball, he's like, is that OB? Is that going out of bounds? <laughs> he's like, where did it go? And like, one time he had Shane Lowry, like, wait, and so he had to go up to see if his ball was still in play. And his ball was still in play, but he was like, it was the full Jordan Spieth experience of, and he finished, like, 300 on the first day. Yep. Six times he thought his ball was out of bounds. <laughs> This was a 300 on Pete Dye's course. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, he's crazy. Shout out Greller. I don't know how the man keeps oh, up with Jordan Spieth. But so, yesterday, you were flying here. We were flying yep. here in New Orleans. I had Shane Lowry in my suicide pool. Mm-hmm. I'm at the airport. He goes to 14 under. 
Cantlay misses a birdie on like 14 to go to 12 under. He's got a two-stroke lead. I'm like, here we go. I'm going to get my first victory of the year. Plane finally decides to board. The shit plane I went on, Silver Airlines. No disrespect, Silver Airlines. If you want to sponsor the podcast, we'll take Andrew, money. Andy got on a pink propeller plane <laughs> in Jacksonville, Florida yesterday to come into New Orleans. I thought that was going to be the enemy. So I get on the plane, and Lowry's got a two-stroke lead. I'm like, yeah. And so, of course, this plane doesn't have any Wi-Fi, doesn't have any TV, uh, doesn't have comfortable chairs. The stewardesses didn't get out of their chair the whole time. Not, an, not even an offer of water. So I'm sitting there. Didn't offer you anything. Not a gla- not a glass of water. <laughs> I was kind of like, "What are you guys doing here? Just getting us on and off the plane?" Yeah. And so I'm like, just living in that mindset of like, I wonder how much Lowry won by. Then we land and I check my phone and everyone's, Speed is the best. Speed did it. And I'm like, Oh, what do you do? Did he beat Lowry in a playoff? No, he beat Patrick Cantlay in a playoff. So Lowry finished tied third with 19 other guys, got three hundred thousand dollars. That was one of the more. Um, like compact leaderboards I think I've ever seen. There's so what was many it, guys. seven people tied for third? There's or something ridiculous like that. There's so many guys tied for third. Harold Varner, of course, had the fourth round lead going into the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Didn't see him after like the first two. If you, I think if you finished two back of Jordan Spieth and Patrick Cantlay, I think you finished outside the top ten. Yeah. Which is, that's, un, that's unheard of. But yeah, so that all those guys who finished third only got 300 and something thousand dollars, yeah. where Spieth got 1.4 and Cantlay got 800 and something thousand. Ridiculous. Huge drop off. Yeah, and that's a huge thing for your survival pool. Yeah, because so we got by points. points. Yeah. yeah. I lost 1.1 million points to Shane Lowry. And that's Brutal. not the first time he fucked me this year. Whoa, Jesus. I don't even know about that. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the Honda. He got you in the Honda. The, the God sent rain that's as right. soon as he stepped on the 18th hole. Yeah. And he didn't make birdie, and he lost to Sepp Straka. Yeah. So, so where do we go now with Jordan Spieth? Is, this, is he... Is he back? Is he... No. Is that just a wild blip? He loves Easter. He does. Two years in a row. Everyone on Twitter loved that Easter fact yesterday. Love. When Twitter gets a hold of a fact like that, they can't let go. No. So he won You know what tournament's next year on Easter? Oh, the Masters. (laughs) We get it, Twitter. We get it. Congratulations to us for on your on your, on your So we won two years ago the Valero Texas Open on Easter. He won this year on Easter at the uh, Heritage. And uh, is it the Heritage now? Or is it the RBC? RBC Heritage. Heritage yeah. yeah. And then uh, next Sun next year Sundays. Mm-hmm. But he's got to make the cut at the Masters. Next that year. is very true. Yeah, I don't know, man. His putter is just so bad. So bad. You wrote about it on Saturday. He missed that 18 inch. Yeah, he putt. missed an 18 inch tap in, and he's not he's not in any shape or form right now to be able to tap in putts. No. You got to, yeah. And his, he got some really good advice from his wife after the round. Did you see that? No. After, after his misput on Saturday, she goes, hey, next time you miss a close one like that, why don't you just take five seconds? <laughs> and just back up. Just take five <laughs> seconds. Like, his wife has had to watch this so closely for all these years. Finally, she's like, hey, dipshit, take five seconds, please. I actually noticed that about Jordan Spieth. When he starts to, he gets very yeah, frazzled like, on the yeah. green. When something goes wrong, he's like, oh, tap it in, tap it in, tap it in. Like yeah. he, th- what, he th- three jack from two feet at the Valero. Yeah. And he just kept stepping up to the putt without just kind of. Just, I guess me, like, like Tiger did a couple long like one-handers at the Masters like tap-ins. Like, he did the, he did that thing <laughs> where he, he did the right foot's in front of the left foot and it looks like a tap-in. He was doing it from four or five feet. Yeah. Psychopath. And those greens, it just made me nervous every time. But I saw Spieth miss that and like the, the best part about Spieth's miss putt on Saturday, did you hear Jim Nance's reaction to it? It sounded like someone had shot him. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, why, 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 why,
Jeez, calm down, big fella. Oh my god. I'm just glad Nick Fowler didn't ruin that moment yeah, for us. For real. Do you think Spee's back? Because uh, we thought he was back. Last or year. I don't know, we were doing it, we weren't doing the podcast together. Yeah. But last year he had what, like five or six straight like top ten finishes and then he wins and it's like, oh Spieth might actually be back and then he did nothing. Yeah. I well think- actually <laughs> He was in the Masters, and I guess he was in the Open Championship right to the end, but like he didn't win again. No. And then now his swing is a mess. He's doing this 30-second <laughs> fucking karate chop-looking backstroke before he takes the club back. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think he's back in a speed way of being back. Like I think he's always going to be that guy that runs like crazy. Crazy hot, crazy bad. Crazy yeah. hot. Like trying to predict like... Do you think Jordan Spieth will win this week? It's everywhere I'll be like, I don't know. He could win or he could miss the cut by seven strokes. Yeah. But that's the Jordan Spieth experience. That's what we. That's why we about. love Jordan Spieth. Yeah. He's, he's doing that goofy backswing, like we said last week, where it's like every amateur at the driving range is doing. Yeah. And he's doing yeah. that and, and winning. He just won an event. So uh, I think Spieth will always be, thankfully, he'll always be like in the orbit and he'll pick off these little crazy wins every yeah, once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Just uh, random tournaments. What do you think, um, Patrick Cantley? Top player in the world. Our producer Gabe said something very funny. Where did Gabe go, by? I don't know where left? Gabe went. Maybe he's golfing. Yeah, um, first live at our first video, and Gabe just takes he off. He just dished us. Yeah. Patrick Cantlay hasn't won like a real golf tournament. When you think yeah. about it, he got handed the memorial. Yeah, after Rom had six-stroke lead. Correct. COVID. And then the BMW was a 70-person field. Is that the short one, or is that full field? That was the second one, so that's 70. 70, 75? Yeah. At some point, he's just got to win a bigger event. I mean, the Memorial is a huge event, but yeah. he only won because Jordan Spieth got home. I think the BMW is a real event. More yeah. Than, so then, like, the, the, the Tour Championship was only 30. To beat 70 guys who all made it, like, they're all playing really well. That yeah, yeah, yeah. The top seven. Yeah, winning the tour championship is kind of like a mixed thing. It's like yeah. you just won a bunch of money, but you also beat but, 29 people. Yeah, but also you got there. Like all That's those correct. You had a chance to get there. I th- doesn't the guy that comes in last place still win like $100,000 in that, oh, like that week? $300,000. Is it three hundred yeah. grand? Yeah, all time. So you just have to make it to Atlanta, Yeah. and you win $300,000. Yeah, so people like shit on Tiger for winning that, and they're like, oh, he didn't win it in front of a full crew. It's like, he got there. He got there Everyone for a reason. He played well all there. year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get there, but 70... The BMW, yeah, that's absolutely an event. Yeah. Um, we should probably touch on Shane Lowry because he should have won. And sh- I actually was just on Twitter before you we went live. Oh, wow, bragger. And um, was using my phone. And uh, he stayed after the round, signed autographs for all the kids, even though he just gave a golf tournament away. Yeah. He seems like one of, like, the really good seems, guys on yeah, the PGA I Tour. His, um, I watched his DP World video where he and... Um, Fleetwood were trying to get a hole-in-one. They had 100 shots between them. And uh, just very likable. I didn't like what he had to say earlier this year about the Saudi tour. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. But he seems overall, he seems like an enjoyable guy. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that video, for anybody that hasn't watched it yet, the Victor Hovland, Roy McIlroy 14 club challenge was as good as it gets. And Victor is... Both of those guys were like at their peak, like personality-wise. One of them was at their peak game-wise. Yeah. The other guy was not. Yeah, it was unbelievable. (laughs) At some some point, Victor just said, I have no touch. Yeah. I have no touch. I have no creativity. Yeah, no creativity, that's what it was. No, he goes, I am not creative. (laughs) (laughs) And Roy's like, you had these kind of trick shots in Norway growing up? He's like, no, no, I'm not creative at all. Uh... 
when you played uh, Hilton Head mm-hmm. or Harbor Town, did it play like it was that during the week? Like, was it hard like that, or was it soft? Uh, it like was conditions hard. wise, it was hard. hard. It was November, so it was like a cool day. Everything was like you know, it gets a little chilly up there in November, and the wind was whipping, and everything was fast. Yeah, yeah. but. It's a classic Pete Dye. Like every time you hear about it on TV, they're like, "Oh, it's so tight. It's so different than anything else." But every, almost every par four, par five is a driver hole. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's not like it's not too crazy. There are certain areas where you can't. You, that's what makes it fun. We got to see Jordan Smith talked about it. It's fun. Like if, if you hit a bad drive or whatever, you have to hit a good punch out. You have yeah. To get creative. So you get to see a lot of guys get creative. And that one shot. You see, what's his name for Telly? His ball got stuck in the tree. Yeah. And he had he hit it square on and got a two stroke penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was bananas. But that course. Like I, and everyone's raving about it today, and rightfully so. It's, it's, a, it's a really great golf course. It really is. It produces a winner, well, most of the time. Yeah, That par five, that par three where Lowry had a double bogey, a 15th hole. Yeah. When you first get on that tee box, it's such, a, it's such a slim hole. There's water that goes up around it, and there's just a very t- The green just looks very tiny back there. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of guys bail out left, and then you, it's a very tough up and down because everything slopes away. So. Uh, there's a lot of challenging holes in that golf course, obviously. Yeah. You want to touch anything uh, else on the RBC, or are we getting into the reason why we're in NOLA? Yeah. It's nice to be in NOLA. It really is. I hope everything sounds great. Gabe finally came back. He left our first live recording. Didn't want to see it. Right four minutes in, he just walked away and just got away. He's like, oh, let's get that Coke while these guys are doing this thing. So, classy move, yeah. back. We'll that. So we're here for the Zurich. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. You, we're going to the golf tournament tomorrow. Yeah. The practice round, see the golf course. That'll be fun to Film see some place. stuff. Um, I'm staying for the week, which will be fun. Um, get to watch the golf tournament all week. The field is loaded. Great field. Great field. Bringing it up. Shout out Tipico. Um, no surprise that Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland are the betting favorites at plus 700. Yeah, that's a fun pairing. You know, USA, Europe. I like rider that. Cuppers, young rider covers are going to be there for a long time. Teaming up, like you wouldn't see like a young Poulter and like a young Mickelson team up like that. Right, like Tiger and Poulter playing in the Zurich Classic together. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be electric. Um, I like, do you like the team aspect of it? I think it is a very nice, um, it kind of serves the same purpose to me as like the match play does. Yeah. It's just a change of format that's fun. Um, and seeing the guys make a bunch of birdies for the week is like like the scramble round or whatever. Like that's right. fun. Yeah. Um, I like the team. Changes the environment around the tournament too because everybody's a little bit like relaxed. It's a nice week to come off. Like major championship was a couple weeks ago. Harbor Town's hard. This week the golf course is what it is, but the team format, I like it. Do you know who really likes the team format? Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer. What is this guy? Oh, the the balls on this guy. <laughs> He's teamed up with Jordan Spieth. He's teamed up with John Rahm. Yeah. And this week he's teamed up with Scotty Scheffler, who's been pretty good lately. He must be the, I don't know. What does he have? It was like, does Scheffler see his phone? He's like, oh, Ryan Palmer's calling. I wonder what he wants. uh, (laughs) Hi, Ryan. It's Scotty. Hi, Ryan. No, I don't have a partner. Yeah, you can do it. Like, (laughs) but what if next year I'm not as good? Will you still want to be my partner? Yeah, yeah, definitely, Scotty, definitely. Meanwhile, he's like, yeah, he'll find the next hot guy. Yeah, exactly. Hot golfer out there. God, what a lucky man. Yeah, what so he's teamed up with what are, the, what are their odds? They're plus 1,200 to win. They're fourth They're fourth best odds. 1,200. They're behind Cantley, or Morikawa and Hovland. Cantley, Shoffley is second, plus 750. 
Uh, which would be a total scummy win for Shoffley since he hasn't won yet. He hasn't won in what the last win he had was what 2019 um, Century Tournament Champions in Hawaii. Sorry, yeah, my mistake on that. But like we're waiting for him to come back and become a winner again and be his difference. I don't know. Uh, Leishman and Cameron Smith are then a plus nine. Defending champs. Yeah, they won it last year. Defending champs. Actually, how many times has Ryan Palmer won it? One, I think he's got one. I think him and John Rom won. Got a research team on that. Research team, look that up for us. Thanks. People behind the camera, I need some. I need some help. <laughs> uh, I like the Fleetwood Sergio Garcia plus fifteen hundred. Uh, Shane Lowry and Ian Poulter. That's a fun group. Bubba Watson and Harold Varner the third. The Saudi group. That'll be fun. Saudi group. But Bubba Watson's really gonna go to the Saudi league. Like that's the rumor. Like he's been thinking about it. Would it surprise you if you went to the Saudi League? <sighs> Everything that the Saudis have done, all the, 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 the human rights violations, all the disgusting, the murdering of journalists. Bubba's a very religious man. Yeah. I don't know how you can look at that situation and just forget about your religion or not let your religion play a factor in that. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, like just like common goodness of people and be like, that's not who I want to latch my, my career to. Yeah, I, yeah. So I'm surprised by it. Um, and I think Bubba's great. I think Bubba's a, a great golfer, very fun to watch, very nice guy. That's why I'm just surprised that when you start seeing some of these names get linked to that, you're like, really? Like, you're not thinking big yeah, picture? Yeah, Bubba was one of the last. I know his name's been linked to it a lot, but like a couple-time Masters champion. I think he's, what, a 12-time winner on tour. Mm-hmm. He could still compete. Like, it's not like he's yeah. super old and can't compete. Like, that's why it doesn't surprise me that, like, Lee Westwood is tied to it because he's never going to win a PGA Tour event. He's old as shit, and then he can just win yeah. a bunch of money. Sorry, I got us off there on that Saudi thing. But. Hopefully, uh, Lee Westwood doesn't <laughs> come at us for it. Did you see Lee Westwood freak out on that oh, uh, yeah. the Golf Digest guy the other day? Yeah, he's freaked out on like everyone. He freaked out on uh, Eamon. He's freaked out on everybody. Yeah, why is he so, such a I don't know. pariah on Twitter? He blocked that guy on, or he, yeah, it's just, come on, Lee. That's wild. Um, but closing the Saudi group, uh, just a quick note. Everyone's always like, well, these names, like, is anyone going to watch it? The Saudis don't give a shit about TV ratings. No. They have so much money. They're yeah, they don't care. Go, they don't, they're not going to be like, how are they doing the ratings? They don't give a crap. They, no. They, they, can ha- they just want to have big-name players playing in this thing. Right. And they, they will not be looking the next day on Twitter to see how the ratings do. No, no, no. It won't phase them in the least. Because yeah, no one's going to watch it. Like, I'm not turning on my TV to watch Lee Westwood take on whoever. Yeah. I'm just bummed by some of the, again, by some of these guys who are nice, thoughtful people. And they're just like reportedly, all this reportedly, but they're even considering it. Like I get it. You want to get rich. You want to get a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But at what price? Yeah, it's not good. Let's get back to this fun. Yeah. Event. Come on, let's Sorry get to the, bringing everybody down and shit. Look. look <laughs> Sorry. Look at game. Um, uh, who else do you like? Ooh, Zalatoris and. Uh, yeah, I was actually just looking at that. Davis Riley. Yeah. I like when he's like at the Valspar was fun because it looked like I was winning the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Nice. But um, no, I like that pairing. Um, going down a little bit further, um, Kevin Kisner and Scott Brown. Mm-hmm. I, don't have, I don't know if they've ever won this event, but I know they finished runner up a couple times. They're always like a sneaky pair. There's some interesting groups here. I mean, there's some names here that I, I can confidently say I've never heard some of these right. names before. <laughs> like, dead ass serious. I don't know some of these players. Who did I saw? I saw some uh, random guy that hasn't played. Oh, Tommy Two Gloves is in this. So I'm like, how does Tommy Two Gloves get in the, in the Zurich Classic? 
<laughs> two gloves. Imagine if he went out and got a win here this week. That'd be sick. Oh, one of the favorite, one of the groups to watch this week, um, Gooch and Max Homa. Not like they might not win, they might yeah. win, but I think that's just going to be a good group. I've been following Max Homa on Instagram, of course, like everyone does, mm-hmm. and he spent the last week of his life uh, moving from one house to another, um, which is great. Like he and his wife got this nice new house. He's uh, he's made a lot of money, but um, as a betting man, I don't know if he's coming into this as prepared as he needs. You know to be. what? I don't think I'm gonna bet on him. <laughs> Did I just talk you out of it? I think you just <laughs> talked me out of betting on Max Homa. Yeah. Dude's exhausted. He's got exhausted. You ever move? He was like, he was Moving's talking about it. He's like, day two moving. He's like, oh, it's like losing the adrenaline I had yesterday. Like, yeah, day two moving when you have to get all the little things that oh you my like, God. adds up and like, you're exhausted from it. And then you're like, all right, I'm just gonna go play in this goofy golf tournament with a buddy of mine. And like, I don't know. You just completely talked me out of Max Homa. Thank you. You know, Instagram. You know, you can learn a lot Thank God for social media and we can keep up with all these people. Yeah. Um, Joaquin Neiman and Mito Pereira will be fun, obviously from the same country. Danny Witt and Terrell Hatton. Um, how do you think Danny Willett's going to get through that week with that psychopath? <laughs> the lovable psychopath. We love Terrell Hatton, but... Yeah, and Willett played good in the Masters, right, the first couple of rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's Terrell Hatton. I think it's a good... They're countrymen, right? England? Yeah, I think England? so, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I think I think they would just feed off each other. I think Haddon's playing pretty good golf right now too, yeah. which is fun. He's my favorite golfer out there, besides Tiger, of course. So besides Tiger Woods, Taylor Haddon's your favorite player in the world. Yeah, without a doubt, without question. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I think I would follow him on uh, <laughs> if they had just had a feed for him on ESPN Plus, like a fifth feed, where it's just just Taylor Haddon cam. Yeah, I'd watch it every week. I love that. Like when I still can't, I still go back and watch that video of him just shooting his putter in the air. At the Masters, it's like the, my favorite part is just how like he's like just that like I get, I, like he's dead in the eyes, but he's also like I don't give a shit. And I'm just <laughs> shooting random things, and the crowd's laughing in the background. Like, like what is he doing out there? Actually speaking, did I ask you this last week? Probably. What um, about what Hatton said about Augusta? Oh yeah. Did you oh, see that? Did I ask you about yeah. that? What do you think about that? I thought it was like just like uh, when I compared it to what did I compare it to like a, just a kid. Who just didn't get his way? Yep. And he's just frustrated, and he's you know just mad about it. Like yeah. Augusta's great. It's the greatest golf course. It really One is. One of the greatest golf courses. Yeah, I don't know. It was just frustrations. My guy Atten was a little frustrated. <laughs> we God. talked about how he hit that duck hook uh, tee shot on 13 and immediately slammed <laughs> yeah. his driver. Yeah. Didn't even ground. finish his uh, swing. It was the fastest transition from yep. follow through to slam. Um, but I like it. I like where his head's at. He's he's he's, he's very. He's going to be in the mix this week. Um, very emotional. Perfect for down here in New Orleans. Um, who are you gonna pick to win? Who's your? What's the strategy for the survivor pool? So the survivor pool, you got you, you have to take a guy that you wouldn't normally take who is paired with a stud, right? So, so everyone's gonna take. This Ryan is the Ball. question with the survivor pool, though. Do you do you lose both guys, no, or you just no, pick no, a guy and whoever their yeah, partner is? Interesting. So you could use basically can use Scheffler twice a year. Oh, because you just picked his partner. Yes. Yeah, so you just pick so if you would, if you want to pick. <laughs> Ryan Palmer this week. Ryan this Palmer is the week be, to pick Ryan yes, Palmer. Ryan Palmer will be one of the highest. I wonder. Personally. I was just gonna say. I wonder how many people are gonna do that. Probably a lot. A lot, a lot of people are gonna pick him. Because um, there's a lot of big names that are paired together, so you don't want to. You, you know, you could, maybe the Sergio Fleetwood. You take one of those two guys. Yeah, like if you. Yeah, I that's think we're true. Used Fleetwood this year, so Sergio would be a good pick there. Um, and then you start getting into these groups where there really isn't. Like if you players. wanted to pick like Poulter this week because he's with Tommy, no, Tommy's he's, no, playing he's with, well. Um, 
He's with. Uh, oh Shane. no, he's with Shane. Sorry, I was so looking yeah, at the Poulter, Sergio group. Yeah. Poulter would be a great pick. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Week. Shane's playing lights out. Um, Poulter. Doesn't he's got to win at some point. Yeah, and Poulter, Poulter doesn't have to worry about four rounds of stroke play on him. You know? Correct. So they can both that, roll. That could it. be a good one. Oh, I think Poulter will be Shane. a top one to pick. Yeah. But I can I take Poulter and run the risk of, of Shane Lowry just crushing me two weeks in a row? It's happened the emotional to me. baggage. It's that happened to me already. Like that. It's tough. Yeah. It's not a life you want to live. Yeah. To be completely honest with you. What, what day is today? It's only Monday though. We're doing this day in advance, so we got a lot of time to like let this let this thing. We just opened up the curtain for everybody listening right now. That's we're recording on a Monday. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to Monday, folks. Yeah. What um? How do you feel? How confident are you in your golf game right now? I'm telling you, I'm feeling really good at my golf. You're feeling really good right now. Yeah. And like, I got I, four or five months ago. I wasn't feeling really good about my golf game, and I would make up like excuses. I tried to talk myself into things. Yeah, yeah. I have all the confidence in the world right now. Can I let you in in my head right now? Please. And Gabe can. I don't know. I didn't tell Gabe this yesterday. Oh yeah. Um, every single time I stood over a golf shot yesterday, yeah, there was only one thing going through my don't mind. Don't hosel this. Don't hit the hosel. <laughs> I'm in front of Gabe. I got up. I not the so the first shot was driver. Thank. Thank God, the biggest face in the world that I can just out of the plane, out of the car. Let me hit this. Right. And then the second hole was like a 130-yard par three. I have a wedge in my hand, and I'm like, if I hosel this in front of everybody, this will be demoralizing. Yeah. I didn't. I hit it 30 yards over the green, but I did not hosel it. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> club. Because right. he was talking last week that you had the hosels. Dude, I've had the – I went through a period of time where I think I had the full-blown yips. Really? With my fo- chipping has always been good. Putting, I'm an okay putter. Yeah. For some reason, the full swing, yipped it, yippy. Every time over the ball, just I don't know where this is gonna go. That's that's scary. I told you last year I had the or I had the shanks one day and I shanked it so bad it rattled through a guy's <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah. He was driving like 90 degrees for me, and so not only did I shank my ball, I almost killed a man. Yeah, you almost, almost murdered killed a, human a stranger. Being. Yeah, uh, and that was on the first hole, so you had like the rest of the day to like. Yeah, I shot three nine on the front. Deck. Dude, the shanks are real. The shanks, mm. the shanks get in your head. They're terrifying because you stand over that ball. There's nowhere to hide. Yeah, you had to bring the club back. You had to bring the club back. Correct. And you're like, this is all I mean. Especially now, we're all going to be on camera today. Yeah, and then when you shank it, like then that neck shot is, oh, you gotta like laugh it off. Like, oh man, that's crazy that I just shanked that. The and then you do it again. Go through your head on that. I mean, you're st- oh god. Uh, so yeah, I look forward to watching you shanking something. Yeah, that's oh, not preferably good. So, hopefully something I'm looking camera. forward to you uh, chipping. Oh god, I can't wait to see that. I've gotten a little bit better on that. Oh, I just watched a guy chip over there. Um, I love this course. The guy's wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, so this golf course um, is just built in the middle of just a public park. Right. It's fantastic. What we that were... guy's wearing a t-shirt. Like, what did the guy tell you last yesterday about a dress code? He said just be dressed. Basically. Yeah, he told he told us he looked at us. He goes, "If you have clothes on, you're fine." Because I guess people show up in golf without clothes. This is what golf needs: courses like this. We're like, just show up. Like, who says you have to wear a collared shirt and, and nice shorts and like look all together? Like, where? Like that guy looks like he's wearing a rock t-shirt. Yeah, just love the game of golf. Okay, like, oh, tuck your shirt in. You gotta you gotta look this certain. It's way. the worst. It's stupid. But this, I mean, this place is phenomenal like this little patio thing yeah, the restaurant's cool. closed today which is a bummer but like this is the perfect place to have a post-round beer with the boys and just yeah. hang out for a while i'm excited to play a new golf course and a new place like golf trips like when you go on golf trips um you just get so like oh like, wide-eyed like a little kid like yeah. oh, what's the first hole like what's <laughs> yeah. that one like oh, what's this gonna be like 
So it's going to be so fun to get out there and play this place. Actually, speaking of golf trips, before we get out of here, you go to Pinehurst next week. Yes, Pinehurst. I drive up there Saturday. We play the eight course, number eight, on Sunday. Perfect one to start with, yeah. And we play the cradle after that on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And then on Monday, we play number two with a caddy, which is going to be a great time. I don't know if there's a better, like, we never, how many times have you played with a caddy? Well, the Pro-Am, did you play with a caddy? Yeah. At the Pro-Am? I played with a caddy probably like four times. I, I've only played a, with a caddy maybe once or twice. Yeah. There's no better feeling than like getting your putter in the middle of the fairway from the caddy yeah. and just walking it up, no bag. My favorite move is the, uh, you mark your ball and you yeah, do the, the underhand throw. toss. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets a towel for you. There you go. There you go. Oh my uh, God. But yeah, the putter in the, in, the, uh, in the fairway is a great one, but also, yeah, just like handing him the putter on the green yeah. and just walking to the tee yeah, box yeah, yeah, with yeah. your hands in your pockets or something. Uh, we might, there's been talk that we might get caddies for all three rounds. Are you going to play four? Yeah, we play four on the third day. Oh, okay. Third day. Four, everyone raves. Everyone I've talked to, I've told them I'm playing eight, four, and two. They're like, those are the three best courses. A lot of people, um, a lot of people I've talked to actually like four better than two. I know two yeah. is like the U.S. Open venue or whatever, but a lot yeah. of people love four. Yeah, cause two is, like, as we know, it's like one of the hardest golf courses. In yeah, the isn't it like a top five hardest golf course yeah. in the country? Yeah. And it's just like the greens just run off, right? And so like you you can hit a shot that's just going to run. And you're like, oh, it looks good. And it just keeps trickling and yeah. it's down. And you're just chipping back and forth, back and forth. But I think for me, that's good because it's like, it's not like, rough it's not wet grass you're basically you can just use a seven iron to put to, to exactly put it there. so that's going to help my chipping but it's one of the hardest golf courses ever yeah so, yeah we were talking about earlier that's a top that's a top three golf trip stateside yeah so where do you have a state so you got bandon dunes which is monterey you got monterey pebble courses up there and you got um you got some in michigan yeah but they're they're still working their way up there like that uh What's that one that's got the two courses that goes around? The Loop. The Loop. Forest Dunes. I think Piners, Piners, I think is like, I put Piners and Bandon, and I haven't been to either of them yet, but I put those two in their elite groups. Because they're both places where you go and you stay on the grounds, and and you just get that whole experience. Where I've done golf trips to Pebble, and it's great, but like, it's not like, like, I feel like Bandon and Piners, you're like going to summer camp for like three days. It's something about waking up in a hotel. Granted, this is coming from someone that's never been to either one. But when you go to Pinehurst and you like wake up in the morning and you walk outside, you're just yeah. looking at golf the entire time. And everyone's time. just walking around smiling. Yeah, they're just like, we're, like, we're here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> we're, we're, like, are we playing court golf today? Like, yeah, yeah. And then like you go out and you play like the, the cradle and it's got the bar right in the middle of it. So you go by the bar. They yeah. say you go by the bar nine holes. You go by it three different times. Yeah, don't they call it like the pine cone or something? Yeah, Is something. That the fun it's, nickname it's for just, it. It's gonna, That's going to be so sick. I'm going to be out there with my uncle who I haven't seen since COVID and uh, two of his old coworkers. And we're just going to go out. My Actually, like next a, week we'll be able to recap your trip, right? Or is it Saturday? Uh, Saturday to Tuesday. So we're going to have to figure out next we're week's gonna scheduling. Out. We'll have to figure it out. But uh, I can't wait to, to run you it's through. It's going to be really the, fun. Is it? Yeah, first timer at Pinehurst because everything I've, I've yeah, I've watched so many YouTube videos on Pinehurst over the past three months. Like yeah, the three courses. There's so many golf vlogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just yeah. sit there and watch each one. I'm like, ooh, look at that. That hole looks cool. Yeah, every time a company does the vlog thing, they're like, first one's Pinehurst. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't wait to do it. That's gonna be awesome. You got anything else, or you want to go play some golf? Yeah, let's go play some golf. Let's go play let's some go, golf. Let's go have some fun out there. We got a good little wind. We got. 
uh, I feel like I'm overdressed. I feel like I, I should go just get a t-shirt. I just, I love the, I love, I love the, the vibe. The vibe is the best. A lot of, we have a lot of walkers out there. We got a lot of people just hacking it up, but you know what? Like they're hacking up and like, they obviously love coming out here. If, they're, if you're playing golf on a Monday afternoon, like you love golf. If I can golf in a t-shirt, that's the kind of golf course I want to go to every day. No, I feel overdressed. Just I want chilling. To go, I might go get a t-shirt. Well, let's go play some golf. Let's go play some golf. We'll have some fun. Good luck at the Zurich Classic this weekend. Yeah. Well, uh, next week we'll recap at Pinehurst. We'll talk about the Zurich. And then um, I don't even know what's next week. And uh, you're What welcome. event is next week? Anybody know? Gay behind the camera? We'll throw I have no it. idea. No but clue. We got to say, oh, yeah. Let's we do have a phone right in front yeah, of my face. Right now. PGA Tour. You, have, you don't even have the app? If I beat you to this because you don't have the PGA. Mexico Open. Ha-ha. <laughs> Mexico Open. Okay. I didn't even know that was a thing. Is that a new event? Is that a WGC? Congratulations to the 2022 uh, <laughs> Mexico Open winner, Abe Anser. That's my pick. All right, Abe That's Anser. my pick. And congrats. Uh, you're welcome, Jordan Spieth. You're welcome, Jordan Spieth. We'll take that one. Mm -hmm. uh, this week, give a pick before we leave. I'm going to take uh, Ian Poulter. Ian Poulter and... Um, Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry. Love that. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. See ya.